Thanks for checking out the weekly Harmony Church podcast. For more information and resources about Harmony Church or any of the Harmony events, check out the Harmony Church website or Harmony Church Facebook page today. Yeah, so super exciting to be speaking to you guys tonight. Um, I'm going to be sharing about a passion of mine. Um, And so you may have heard the word before or maybe not. If you've been in this church for a while, then I think surely you would have. Um, But the first time I was ever told about this, I was like, what the heck? You must be crazy. That's not possible. Um, And the word that I'm talking about is the word revival. Um, (laughs) So this can also often be called an awakening or a move of God. In the Wikipedia, it explains revival as an increased interest or renewal in the life of the church, congregation, or society with a local, national, or global effect. I think that's pretty cool. A global, a local, national, or global effect. And I want Harmony to have a local, a national, and a global effect. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So for me, how I came about this was I'd been a Christian for two years. I got saved when I was 20. Um, God totally changed my life. Um, and delivered me from, like, drugs, being addicted to alcohol, bulimia, a whole bunch of stuff, and God had totally changed my life. Um, and I'd asked, been asked to be a young adults leader um, in a church, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And at the time, I was still um, smoking cigarettes. Um, no, yes, I was. <laughs> so the first night I went to lead... Um, we had some prophetic guys come and share um, that evening. And so prophecy is like when you hear what God's saying and you share that with people. So these prophetic guys came and they said, oh, we feel like there's someone here that's um, addicted to smoking and God wants to set you free tonight. And I sat there and I kind of froze because I was like, okay, I'm a leader now. I can't let anyone know I'm smoking. But being an ultra-impulsive person, um, before I even thought about it, I just stood up and said, it's me. Um, so then I was like, oh, Janelle, what are you doing? Um, but I went up the front and I got prayer and I got completely set free of smoking that night. My addiction was completely gone. Um, the guy that was running this group used to talk about this thing called revival all the time. And I was just like, what are you talking about? Like, he talked about the fact that, like, our nation could, could be changed, like, that lots of people could encounter God and, and, and receive healing and, and miracles could happen and all of this. And the more I started to hear about it, the more I was like, wow, maybe this could be true. Um, and in Mark 9, verse 23, it says that everything is possible for those who believe. So I was like, well, maybe it could. Um, so I started to actually asked God, I started to pray and seek God with a group of people. We started to ask God what was on his heart, what did he want to do? And the more we did that, the more we started to see God do these amazing things. Um, So one night we were in a service that was pretty similar size to this, and a girl had come along who'd been drinking in the weekend, and she'd fallen over and hurt her head. And during the service, um, as the guy was speaking, God actually came and he healed her head, the bump that was on her head, just went completely down. It was completely gone. And God also that night, like, just showed her his incredible love for her. Like, she felt so bad about the fact that she'd been out drinking and and had sort of been ruining her body in that way. But God just came and healed her. And he also delivered her of the alcohol addiction, which was super awesome. Another night, we were in our life group, and we were praying for a guy who'd 
He'd been riding on his bike and a car had ridden over a glass bottle and the glass had sprung up and hit him in the eye. So his eyeball had um, stitches in it and under his eye. And we were praying for him and I was standing there going, Andrew was there, I was just going, oh my gosh, like there's no way anything's going to happen here, but we'll just keep praying, we'll keep believing. And then all of a sudden he was like, hold on, wait. And he ran downstairs to a bathroom went and had a look, pulled the bandage off, and his eye had been completely healed. It was a miracle, and it was awesome. And we just started getting more and more hungry to see this awesome stuff. Another guy, Tim, came to church one night. He'd been an alcoholic and a drug addict for like five years, and he came down the front during the ministry time, and he invited Jesus into his life, and at that point, he got completely set free from drugs and alcohol. It was so, so awesome. Um, I had it, my boss's name was Courtney at the YMCA, I used to run holiday programs there. And one day I said to her, Courtney, should we go for a walk along Higley Park? And she said, yeah, sure. Um, so we went for this nice walk and I was walking along and I was like, Courtney, can I share the gospel with you? Um, which I probably wouldn't do these days quite like that. But she said, yeah, sure. So I shared with her how Jesus loved her and he died for her sins and that he had an awesome plan for her and I invited her to come to church. And she was shared all these different beliefs that were very far from Christianity. And she thought, oh, I'll come to church just to get Janelle off my back. Um, so she came to church the next Sunday night. And during the service, she encountered the love of God in a really profound way. And over the next week, she went home and she just really weighed up the cost of what it would be for her to become a Christian. Because she knew she was going to have to give up a whole lot of things and that her life was going to completely change. And she did. She became a Christian, and then she started bringing some of her employees to church, um, some of her friends, and they became Christians as well. So it was a pretty amazing time. Thank you. Um, we saw a whole group of friends from jazz school come to know God, which was super amazing. I was so super zealous back then. I used to pray for people to be healed all the time, and one time we had this guest speaker who'd came from Africa and he had like quite a bit of a limp. So I decided I'd go up the front after he'd preached and say, hey, can I pray for your leg? And he was like, yeah, sure. So prayed for it for quite a while. Nothing sort of seemed to be happening. And then afterwards I was like, hey, so how's your leg? And he goes, it's actually a wooden leg. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> um, but yeah, during those times, I just developed this hunger to see people encounter God, to see people get saved. Um, I would read re books about revival. And did you know that um, there was a revival in the early 1900s called the Welsh Revival in which 150,000 people got saved. They had massive meetings with people coming to know God every day. There was no advertising, but God's presence would draw people. As people would walk past, God's presence would just draw them in. They'd just have this, oh, I've got to go in there. And they'd come and then I'd count at God and they'd, they'd come to know him and their lives would be changed. It, was, it totally transformed the whole society that the police had nothing to do. The courts were empty. The bars were shut down. And public drunkenness was non-existent. The horses needed to learn new commands because they were so used to their owners swearing um, that they didn't know anything else relationships were healed and marriages were restored. Um, it's pretty cool. And I just really believe that we can see that sort of stuff here in Christchurch and in our nation. And these are a few ways that I think that we can allow God to start doing this sort of stuff. The first...
is that we can allow God to have his way in our lives. And this will take you on a massive transformational journey um, as God slowly weeds out everything of your life that doesn't belong there. And so for me, for those times when I was really into revival, that was like 15 years ago, but during that whole time, see, there was a lot of that where I was focused on just doing, doing, doing for God, but God slowly and lovingly just showed me his love and his grace and his and it's just changed me um, so that I'm not doing out of the wrong motives. But one thing I've really learned is that God just really wants to bring us into freedom. And I've experienced so much freedom in my life. And I've got way more to experience, which I'm looking forward to. <laughs> um, as Christians, we need to be committed to growth. Never happy to stay the same, but always hungry to become better. We need to allow God to birth dreams in us. In Ephesians 2 verse 10, it says that we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God, the God of the universe, the God that made every single awesome being, prepared in advance for us to do. God has things on his heart for us to partner with, tailor-made for each one of us using our natural gifts. God loves adventure and God wants to have adventures. When you go on an adventure, when you go on holiday, do you want to go alone? Catherine might. <laughs> Introverts might, but I don't. I want to go on an adventure and I want to take someone I dearly love with me. And that's like God. He wants to do he has adventures. He wants to do adventures with you in this city or wherever you live. Um, I got a cat the other day. Another one. Another one. I like cats. I'm a crazy cat lady. This is him. His name is Magic. But anyway, last night, I was trying to call him. He was under our bed, and I was like, Magic, Magic. I actually sang the song. Magic, magic, magic. I got the magic in me. Anyway, you know that song? What's it off? Something. Pitch perfect. Anyway, so he's under the bed, and I'm like, Magic, come, come, come. And he's like, no, I'm not coming. Why would I want to come to you? Because he thinks that I'm not going to do good things to him. But I want to bring him out from under the bed, give him some nice little tr tasty treats to eat, and pat him in my arm and tell him how beautiful he is. But he thinks, no, he's scared of me. He hides under the bed. And I think it's like that with us, with God. Sometimes we hide from God. We don't realize that God wants to bring us out into the light and do really good things in our lives. We're just afraid and we hide from him. But God loves us. God loves us so, so much. And um, just a little short story about a girl who, um, who, this is just a little story of how God shows his love, I believe. So I have this hoodie at home. It's an Adidas hoodie. And it's been around my house since summer. And I keep thinking, whose is it? Whose is it? It's a kid's hoodie. I've asked all my friends, is this your kids? Is it Isaac's? Is it this person's? Is it? Elijah's, no, it's no one's. So I was tidying my room, which was a super big mess the other day, and um, it really was. And anyway, I find this hoodie, and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to throw this stupid hoodie out. I can't find it. Whose it is? And then I'm like, oh, God, whose is it? And then I just feel this weird Eliza. And so then I send a photo of the hoodie to Eliza's mum and say, is this Eliza's hoodie? And she messages me back and she says, Eliza was today talking about that hoodie. She was saying how much she loves it and how much she really wants it back. And I said to her, well, I think this is a God thing because, like, I felt like, you know that voice when you know that God's speaking to you? That little voice when you're like, oh, that was God. Well, that was like that hoodie. It was God. And he loves 
us so much, like a, a hoodie, you know? He cares about those things. Um, so here's a scripture. I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe you've received it and it will be yours. It also says, if we have faith as small as a mustard seed, we can tell a mountain to move and it will move. Um, and so for me, like, I just think we need to start having faith that God actually wants to start doing amazing things in our city. Like, we just need to start believing what he says. He says that um, we will do greater things than Jesus has done. That's pretty amazing. Um, and just a little thing, when someone stepped out in this church the other day, so one of our um, staff here, Cyrus, went and did a job at a lady's house. Um, and he was sharing with her about our church. And she hadn't been to church for about two years or maybe more and just was not in a great place with God. And she, as he talked about it, she started getting really excited about what he was saying. And so she said to him, well, what church do you go to? Um, and he told her Harmony. And she's come to Harmony. She's been here for about two weeks. And she's just back in relationship with God. And God is doing awesome things in her life. And we just need to take these little steps of faith and God can totally move on that. Another thing is prayer. So partnering God, with God in prayer and asking him what's on his heart. Um, in James 5 verse 16, it says, the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. And as far as I know, each one of you who have Christ are righteous. You are completely made righteous. You have been made completely holy. God has taken away all the sin and darkness and you are righteous and your prayers are powerful and effective. Jesus lives inside of you. You are powerful. Your prayers can change atmospheres. You can go into your workplace and you can start praying and God can start changing things. Your prayers can change people's destinies. I truly believe that. Um, and, the, and the next one is people. Who is influencing you and who are you influencing? The first thing Jesus said was to these disciples was, come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And he hung out with them for three years, doing lots of awesome stuff together, doing miracles, seeing people raised from the dead, feeding 5,000, doing all sorts of things. Probably lots of resting and chilling out, maybe a swim here and there, lots of fun things as well. My earring just fell out. Um, <laughs> but then Jesus had to go. And he said to his disciples in John 14, 12 to 14, Truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do greater works than these. Jesus was referring to what he did. Because I am going to the Father and whatever you ask in my name, um, and sorry, and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. That's pretty cool, huh? So we can ask God for anything in his name and he will do it. Um, but he said this, to, just, this, just, this to, <laughs> to the disciples before he left and then he left. He went up to heaven. Um, and... But the disciples had been hanging out with him for three years. 
They'd caught his DNA. They knew what they needed to go and do. And for us, like, who are we hanging out with? Who are those people around you that are influencing you, that you're spending time with? Are they people that want to push you forward in God? Are they people with a heart for God or not? Because I just believe we need to hang out for some people. <laughs> um, thank you. You're so encouraging. But also, who are you influencing? Who are those people in your life that you're actually praying for, that you're actually believing that God's going to transform their lives? Who are those people? Because God wants to place those people in, their li- in your lives. And for me, it's quite hard because I, have, I work in a church. I have kids that go to a Christian school. So I have to look in other ways to find those people. And they're everywhere. So they're not that hard to find, really. <laughs> I believe that God wants to see... Um, the church really changed. Like, um, sorry, I believe that God doesn't just want us to leave this church, the church, sorry, in the world the way we found it. Like, I believe that God wants to, to us to have an impact on what the church is like so that when we leave this earth, this earth is a different place. It's a better place. The church is in a better state because of the impact we've had. Um, and we get to partner with God to see something amazing here in Christchurch. We can't do it on our own. We need the Holy Spirit. We need each other. We need community. Community is so important. Um, And I just want to say to each one of you that you are needed, that you are valued, and you are wanted. And God just loves you so, so much. Hey, I'm just going to share a few words that people have spoken over Harmony recently. So Dr. and... Author Michael Maiden recently said that he saw a six-month season where it would be like a cloud over Harmony Church. It's a cloud of God's presence, he said, and there would be an unusual weightiness of God, and people would come just to see the cloud. Um, People would walk in and they'd just instantly feel it. It would not be something manufactured, but... It's like the glory of God is just coming, he said. And then he prayed, and I really want to echo this prayer tonight because it's my heart's desire, and I know it's many of yours. So God, I thank you for a visitation, he said, an unusual supernatural manifestation of heaven in this church that is so intense that people get saved without even an altar call, and people get healed without even getting prayed for. And Gideon shared that, test, that um, word recently, and my friend was here who's, who wasn't a Christian, and as Gideon said that, she felt her whole body just tingling, and it tingled for the whole day, and she gave her life to Jesus that day. So that word is bearing fruit already, but I'm looking forward to more and more and more of that. An amazing lady who became a Christian last year said God showed her a vision of people lining up down the street to get in. Why? Because God's presence in this place. I personally saw a picture of harmony with branches growing out into all the communities. And they were green. It was like the life of harmony was growing out into all the communities. And that's going to happen through both you and me. Um, What I think is really awesome is God is calling lots of people here. Some heard an audible voice. And God, others, God's woken up in the night and said, go to Harmony. God is bringing people into this place to partner with what he's doing, which is so super exciting. 
and the whole front row of singers have just come into harmony recently and they are all amazing and, and all these people are just coming and they're getting on board with what God is doing and it's so super exciting. <laughs> Um, when I came into the church when I was 20, so like 20 years ago, people didn't really talk about healing or salvation or moves of God. I hadn't heard of any of that. People didn't expect people to get saved. Like I just was around these Christians and they'd grown up in the church and they had no expectation of God to come and change society. But God is changing that and there's just such, the climate is changing. People are hungry for God and God is going to do something awesome. Um, we at Harmony have a great desire to see people come to know Jesus in our nation. Yeah. We desire to see people, uh, God heal people and bring freedom and restore families. We desire to see God do amazing miracles. And we've already started to see some of this. We saw 180 people make decisions for Christ last year. Wow. We saw a man healed of cancer. Wow. We've seen lots of financial miracles. And we can't make any of this happen. Only God can, but we can open our hearts and we can seek God for what he wants to do, both in our church and in our city. And I just want to ask you tonight, if you know Jesus, he really, really loves you. He came into my life 20 years ago and he totally changed it. I honestly don't believe I'd be here on this earth if I hadn't have if I hadn't have encountered Jesus. I really think I'd be dead. Like I was just going on such a path of distraction, destruction. <laughs> and he came with his love, his amazing, amazing love when I was in the worst state possible. And his love just drew me to himself. And I just want to ask you tonight, like, do you know Jesus? <laughs> he loves you so much. So guys, I'm just going to ask now that we just all close our eyes. And if the band could just come up. And if you don't know Jesus, or if you feel like you're far from God tonight, he wants to have an amazing love encounter with you. He wants to come and change your world. If that's you tonight, I just ask that you'd put up your hand now. So that's if you don't know Jesus, if you want to get to know Him. The Bible says that we've all sinned. We've all fallen short of God's glory. And God is just. He must punish sin. And the punishment for sin is eternity without God, without love, without anything good. And God doesn't want that for us because He loves us so, so intensely. He loves us so much that He sent His own Son, Jesus Christ, who came to earth. He lived as a man. He lived a perfect life. He never sinned once. And He was crucified on a cross. He was hung there. And as He was there, He took on upon Him the sins of every single person in the world so that we may become completely free that we may be the righteousness of God. And I've experienced that God took all my sin away. He took all the things I'd done and He made me completely clean. And that's awesome. It's so good. So if that's anyone tonight, I'm just going to ask you on the count of three just to raise your hands. One, two, three. You know, there were no hands that were raised, but you know what? I just believe. <laughs> 
that we're going to see lots and lots and lots of hands raised in the future. We're going to see lots of hands raised. We're going to see lots of lives changed. All of us here are going to see this, and I'm so excited about it. And I just want to ask you now, how guys, <laughs> if you just stand. And I just really want to ask you, if you want to partner with what God wants to do in this season, if you'll just come forward, because I'd like to pray with you. If you want to partner with seeing God move in our city, seeing God change lives, no matter how long you've been a Christian, you might be already doing this stuff, but I'd just love you to come forward. You guys are amazing. Do you know that God can do way more in your life than you can ever imagine? God has so many good things for you.